Hello and welcome to a brand new series of This Club Is My Club right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and on this week's show we'll be bringing you build-up and reaction to FC United's opening fixture from Saturday afternoon as the Reds hosted Worksop Town at Broadhurst Park. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week with some community news and the club will be partnering with Moston residents this Wednesday for the Moston Social Cleanup, a local initiative which sees local residents and community groups unite for a litter pick around the local area. FC United are encouraging members and supporters to get involved by meeting at 12 noon on Moston Lane at St Joseph's Cemetery on Wednesday. In other news, and the FC United women's team get their league season underway this Sunday as the Reds will be hosting Doncaster Bells at Broadhurst Park. It's a 2pm kickoff in the main stadium and keep an eye on the club Twitter feed all this week for further news on preparations for our return to the National League. And speaking of season openers, the men's got their season underway on Saturday afternoon as the Reds hosted newly promoted Worksop Town. And for all the build-up now, let's hand over to the FC Live team at Broadhurst Park. Well, good afternoon and welcome everyone to a brand new season here at FC United. This is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. FC United kicking the season off here at Broadhurst Park against newly promoted Worksop Town. And joining me here, who remembers the last time we played Worksop Town, ten years ago. Yes, it was a very bizarre game. It's Stato Paul. Hello, Paul. Good afternoon, everyone. Four all. Four all, yeah. You, you, do you remember it? I remember shouting at the referee for not letting Lee Neville back up. Yeah. And they scoring the equaliser late were, in the day. We were two down at half-time. We put pegged it back, went 3-2 up, and then got pegged back five minutes to go. There was a dubious penalty for Worksop as well, but we won't go into that. Tom Denton. Yes. Was brought down. Yes. Incidentally, Tom Denton is back in the league. He's with Geisler mm. this season. So that's. We'll see him. We'll see him. Yeah. Uh, he'll score against us again. But we'll definitely see Worksop Town here today. And uh, Paul, just before we get to talking about this match, you know, the, the ins and outs of what to expect, just let's have a little bit of a catch up because we've been on air for the past month, almost twice a week, doing this club is my club, keeping abreast of, of how pre season's gone. How do you think we're shaping up heading into this this brand new season? Because I feel like pre-season, this pre-season has been one of the better ones. Yeah, first of all, we've had some false dawns before with good pre-seasons, but this one has been a good one. Um, we're always a bit cautious these days. We used to go right gung-ho in the first game and think, yeah, we've done brilliantly, we're going to roll out the opposition and that's going to be it. But we know that Worksop are going to be a stiff task this afternoon. Um, for those who, who've not been in touch pre-season, we've got seven debutants starting in the starting lineup this afternoon. That tells you that Renault has been very busy during the summer with his recruitment. And the thing is as well, and it, we'll hear from Neil Reynolds in a second, despite you know, the, the number of debutants we've got, these debutants have more or less been here since the first pre-season game against Barrow. It's not like we've been chopping and changing, getting loads of trialists in. It's remarkably settled. We used to go through this revolving door of trialists, didn't we? But what, I think what, what they, they did very smartly this season, they got a pool of players and they've rotated just the pool and they brought many in from the outside. So there's been a lot of game time. What the managers tried to do is allocate certain game time to each player. And that means that whoever was picked today was fresh and ready and game fit. So the friendlies have served the purpose, I think, in, t- in terms of getting us right for the first day. 
Now, it's been announced already um, in the lead-up to this game that the final squad, it's all right announcing the final squad. You've got a, on a match day, there's only so many players you could pick uh, in the squad. There's also so many players you could pick for the first 11. That, that's going to be the next trick that Neil has to pull. Yeah, what he's tried to do this summer is, is try and make sure we've got competition for every place in the team. So his idea is that if we get injuries or suspensions, we've got people who will cover now. And he's also got a bit of versatility built in as well. So an example of that is, say, Charlie Oliver or Charlie Monroe, who can play one or two different positions, which we didn't have last season. So, yes, there is, there is a core of players he's got. His first choice 11 today could be very different on Tuesday night at Marine. Yeah, and the thing to mention is, this. obviously there's, there's an element of it, uh, uh, Curtis Jones uh, unavailable for selection today, um, so that's kind of forced his hand a little bit, but this is the same team that started against Nuneaton, and that was, that was probably the finest performance of pre-season. If we play two-thirds as well as we did against Nuneaton, we will win today. That was an excellent performance. We've seen all kinds of aspects of FC, I think, over the summer. You, you went to Stocksbridge. Yes. Which was a very different game to Non-Eaton, for instance. Yeah, but it was a different front three. And yeah. that told Neil, I think it shaped it, the, the, the selection for today. It, it for told example. him a lot, Yeah, even more than winning would have told him. So that confirmed his opinions, I think, what he saw at Stocksbridge. You went to Winsford and saw another different type of performance I did on a pitch that wasn't the greatest I did so the, the argument is often that we don't play well on bad pitches well we can throw that out of the window because we played well at Winsford like you say um, we played well uh, against Clapton and possibly the best best performance may, may be the Warrington game I think Warrington on, or Alter maybe yeah. those, those two are certainly Altrincham put a half team out yeah. Warrington put almost the a full strength yes. team out so that was a good result. And then, of course, Warrington in, in the pre-season have gone, gone on and got some good results and, and they won their first league game I, I'm at, at the next level. I think we said this on, on that, that Tuesday night game. Fully expecting Warrington to do very well in the league above with that team, which I think goes to show you just how well we performed um, that, that evening. But before we talk about today's game, let's have the pre-match thoughts now of FC United manager Neil Reynolds, who I caught up with well, about an hour ago. Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us. We're about an hour and 15 minutes from a brand new season here at Broadhurst Park. Um, it's been a, a while since we last caught up after Stocksbridge Park steals. How's, how's the last fortnight gone? Yeah, it's gone really well. Uh, you know, we, we, we were quite chuffed that we got beat at Stocksbridge. You know, we had a really good pre-season, but defeats always, uh, you always learn more, I think, after a defeat than you do after a victory. But, you know, it's good to have setbacks and, and the lads were disappointed. But, you know, like I said, congrats to Stocksbridge, but there was nothing... For us, it was nothing, uh, one nothing game. It was just a practice training session. So we've had we've had what six, seven good training sessions now in preparation for today. How were those? Um, obviously, good training sessions. But what's been the? Without giving too much away, I understand. But what's been the the main focus? Has it been about team bonding? Has it been about set plays? A, a mix of everything. We've had a feeling of like being a full time club this week. You know, being in three days, it's been really nice and seeing the lads. You know, Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. You know, that's how you really develop each other. No, we've worked on, you know, our shape, uh, our set pieces religiously, attacking and defending. We know that, you know, workshop are a, are a threat, uh, defensive set pieces. But what we've worked on is our own set pieces. So whether or not we play workshop, Radcliffe, Macclesfield, we defend the set pieces the way we defend them. We have our corner routines, corner one, two and three. We have our shape in and out of possession. So, 
we will never change and, and that, that might sound a little bit bizarre but we won't because I think if we get it right and we're organised and we're structured then teams should change for us and not the other way around and, and one of the advantages of you know we've done a podcast almost twice a week during pre-season we've kept the best of all these players as they've developed through pre-season I'm not saying your final squad selection row itself or anything like that but we can start to see who your, your squad is and why you've made these decisions yeah I mean there was there was a you know there was a a turning factor for me in pre-season it was none eaten away and I and I think at that day I stumbled across uh, starting 11 because it was still about minutes and you know there's no there's no magician that needs to wave a wand today because that 11 will start today you know and, and that you know that would have been even if Curtis Jones was fixed I thought Palinkas was excellent so that's what we've gone with uh, but there was you know there was all types of opportunities for lads to showcase them across pre-season all different different surfaces different journeys home and away and you know it as a manager, you obviously get judged on your results. I think, you know, with the work that there's gone on behind the scenes with the budget, I think we've put together a really competitive squad for the budget that we've got. You know, you only have to look at last night, Ben. You know, Macclesfield, that's the type of money that you're up against. So I think for what we've got, I think we've 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 built and recruited very well. And, you know, listen to Brian's interview on Thursday night, that's that's kind of the pressure that's on our shoulders now. It's a good squad, after especially that performance against Dunedin. <clears throat> um, so... Workshop today, mm. what's your thoughts on this one? Because Workshop are in the middle of this unbeaten league run they're only 12 results or so away from the Arsenal record mm. they might have been nearly promoted out of the East Division but this, this is going to be really tough today these are a good side you know and Stato Paul shared it with me before but we'd already had it uh, last week that you know Liam Hughes is 42 goals this season and we showed it in the dressing room we worked on different things you don't you don't score 42 goals if you're not a good side as an individual player because the side's got to make them goals he's obviously got to convert them but they're a, they're a real threat on set pieces they're a real threat physically all over the park and they've got that bounce about them where not only they got promoted and won the league by 25, 30 points or whatever it is, they're coming here to the best stadium in the, in the league, you know, with the best fan base in the league, and they're going to want to shut us up today and, and kind of put a marker down. So for us, and obviously we've got that little you know, thing in our backpack that we haven't won in a league game for how many years, I won't mention it. Neil, you told us not <laughs> to mention it, and I, I wasn't even going to bring so, it up. So no, so, so there's, there's loads, but you know, we've got to avoid the lethargic displays that we've shown over the last couple of years against you know any team I'm not saying the lower sides because you know any team I think we've just got to treat every game as it comes we're ready for today you've got a lot of lads in there that are going to be making a debut they want to play in crowds in front of what we're going to have today you know maybe 100 watching under 21 football you're going to have 7 or 8 I think debutants today you know playing in front of hopefully 2,000 so you've got the nerves you know you've got that you've got the mistakes that may happen but we're in good shape and, and I'll be honest with you I was driving into Broadhurst Park today and I'm always nervous for a game day but with an air of confidence thinking we've had a really good pre-season you know I look at our team sheet every week and I think we've only had two or three times that it says trialists you know we've been together in out of each other's pockets we've learnt a lot about each other and, and we're ready to go we are ready to go Ben Absolutely and just before you go you mentioned we've got some breaking news Yeah we have Yeah, two, two really exciting bits of news uh, two players have committed to the club for the next year that's Jan Palinkas Brilliant. and Guy Hall on contract terms both not guaranteed starters, you know, but both done really well. But the thing is with Palinkas, I'll say it and I'll say it again, I think he's going to be the best at this level and above and I think he's got a future. We've got two of the best left-backs now in Coulson and, and Guy Hall and it's important that we rotate them round. But I don't want people coming and, and stealing our younger players because our average age of our squad now is 22.6. The starting 11 today is the maximum holders player is 26. So we want to keep the younger ones, we want to develop them and hopefully onto better things out of this league and, and the league above and you never know and, and I've got every faith that the likes of Palinkas and Guy Hall can, can travel on our journey with us so 
you know, that's really good news and, and they're committed. Good stuff. Well, Neil, big thank you for joining us uh, pre-match. All the best this afternoon and we'll catch up at full time. Hopefully with three points in Fingers that back crossed, yeah, All right, cheers. <laughs> thank you. Neil Reynolds there uh, speaking to me about an hour or so ago. And Paul, your reaction to that breaking news? Well, we, we've been talking Palinkas up for a long time. A long, we? long time. And I'm not surprised that he's starting today. Because we've said it. You know, we, we, we'd like him to, to Baker. Baker, who, from league football to here, back up to league football. I think Jan Palinkas has, has, has got the air about him. I, I think Palinkas has got league football written all over him. And how long we keep him remains to be seen. But the good news is, is that if he does move suddenly, we're going to get some money for him. Because he's, he's, he's the best centre-back we've got. There's no doubt whatsoever. Well, that's a matter of debate. And we'll have that debate now, shall we? Because captain in today's team in, in Curtis Jones' absence, uh, Charlie Oliver, who, with Charlie Munro, who both signed in from Southport, they've added something to this squad, haven't they? And we needed that with Dodd and Potts departing. Oliver is, is a class above and the fact that he's come from National League North and dropped down says a lot for the persuasive powers of our management team but he, he was a good player at Southport he can handle the Northern Premier League comfortably I would think considering he's played at a higher level and he's got, he's got a pedigree um, going back to Manchester City so you know quality all over him yeah and obviously Oliver starts today with, with Jan Pelinkus um, just to Add as well, uh, Coulton and Tiam will be the full-backs. The midfield, Donoghue, Munro, Griffiths. We go back to the non-eating game. That was peak of pre-season. That midfield ran the show. We'll get to why they ran the show shortly because that takes us to Stocksbridge Park Steels. But ordinarily, that midfield there is, is a strong one. Yeah, I think non-eating, non-eating finished finalists, were they? In the Playoff finalists playoffs. in the Southern Central, yeah. They, they took us on in a friendly. Must have thought that they were playing the side inferior to them on the day because we finished eighth and we'd run them ragged particularly the first half we ripped them to bits and it was basically the midfield the three in the midfield just bossed the whole thing didn't they yeah and even when Nuneaton tried to get physical it made no difference whatsoever but that then takes us to the Stocksbridge Park Steels result same midfield different front three and we're playing the same front three as the Nuneaton game today there was an absence of movement up front and that, the runners. Yeah, and yeah. that restricted the midfield. It feels to me that that front six basically needs one another to operate. The midfield is only going to be as good as the people in front of yes. it who make the moves. That means, yeah, obviously, today Max Kane starts, Jay Fitzmartin starts, Elliot Morris starts. We know about Morris's pace. He's got pace to burn. If he, if he times his runs right, he's, scored, he's going to score a lot of goals this season, Elliot Morris. That's no secret. Um, Fitzmartin... He's elusive, he's, he can beat players. He, he's had a bit of a kick in him, one or two friendlies, but he's, he's kept going. So he knows what to expect at this level. He had a good season last season at Alderton. Scored against us, as he did at Staley Bridge. So he's got goals in him, but Max Kane is the key. And he, uh, we've said this in pre-season, if, you, if you're just joining us for the first time for this season's coverage, Max Kane, he looks lean. A lot leaner than he did when he joined us from Barlick Town last season. He's, he's beginning to play a bit like Willoughby. Yes, he is. Willoughby-esque. Yes. In terms of the confidence he's got on the ball he's, he's, and the position that he's taking up. He's a number nine, but he's dropping deep. I know Neil's encouraging this. He's dropping yeah. deep. He's allowing Fitzmartin and Morris to make those runs. And that's difficult for centre-backs to, to deal with. And this is what we talk about. When, when, when the manager talks about rotation and the way that, that he's expecting his striker to hold the ball up, 
and play others in and he wants runners and we noticed for instance the non-eating game we were attacking and all of a sudden we had a flood of shirts in the box looking for a cross one of whom was the centre-back in now one we of the now last season we weren't seeing as much as that and our, our attacks were breaking down now we're looking more eager um, I think there's two things one is we're getting more bodies forward in pre-season when, we've got, when we're on the attack and the other thing he's emphasising is the fact that when we lose the ball where's the shape because he, he felt we were a bit open last season when we lost the ball and uh, we undid a lot of good work because we weren't organised it's a strong bench as well Baru, Bellardo, Ennis, Hall, McLaughlin all of whom could, could quite easily start on Tuesday night for example against Marine but just before we hand over to the commentary team for today's game just a, a touch upon Worksop we mentioned it in passing they're on this incredible unbeaten run they've only lost one league game all year that was back in August last year opening day of the season yeah. last season was their last defeat in the league that was at Stockton Town 37 unbeaten since then and they're approaching the Arsenal record so that needs very much like Arsenal when they came to Old Trafford that needs to be deflated maybe without the pizza and on that note let's hand over now to your expert coverage team this is SCLI brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people the Armchair Army this is SC United against Workstop Town in the first league game of the season and here's your commentary team for this afternoon's game it's Sato Paul and a big welcome back to James Quinn but now Donahue, Donahue on the right flank, plays it forward there. Great turn, Morris, chance for Morris, shoots just wide. But goodness me, that was lovely play from Morris. He just almost deceived the, the workshop defender, letting the ball uh, make the play the ball and let it go past him and just couldn't find the target. Two bits of lovely play from Morris, looks so good on that right flank. Play for team cuts out an attacking manoeuvre. Charlie Monroe, first time ball, hits Martin, Coulson tearing down the left flank but it's ignored in a long range ambitious shot from Fitzmartin, goes just wide, Coulson made a very good run there, I don't think um, he was seen by Jay Fitzmartin, Ben Sharif's clearance only finds uh, Griffiths, on the turn is Donahue out to the left flank now, Fitzmartin thinks about a right footed shot, will just go over the bar, not a bad effort, good play again from FC, Griffiths, but then it's Monroe at the left-hand side, Coulson, Coulson picks it up now, can he get a cross in, low cross in! Oh, I think somebody should have been attacking that ball. Right, so three red shirts in the box, it's a corner for FC. Well, I think somebody needs to be gambling there, Paul. Corner right-hand side, FC United. Yeah, he was asking for somebody to make the run, but it is the first corner of the day, so... Oh, low cross in, near post! It's gone in! Is it Michael Donahue? I think Donahue's getting the celebration. Uh, but it's 1-0 FC. And you have to say, if you're workshop on the bench, you are furious at conceding a corner like that. It didn't go in directly, did it? There was definitely a touch. Monroe pressurising his man. And uh, does well there, ever so well as Monroe wins the ball. Plays it back. Tiam. And the ball going all the way back. Very good pressing there from uh, Worksop, now it's with Oliver, Oliver plays it forward there, hits Martin, tries to play it out to the left hand side for Coulton, and Coulton has it, Coulton inside, Kane, slide out Morris, can he shoot, blocked, still under a bit of pressure, they're bobbling around and now cleared, Team picks it up, knocks it down, Monroe, Monroe now on the right flag, trying to get a cross in, plays it in field, Donahue. Slips it across, it's 2-0!
And uh, the goal scorer, I think, Kane and Colton were playing there. And it looks like the congratulations are going uh, Kane, we think. I thought it was Kane at first. Did right, you, so Did you Ben? Yeah, Kane. We're thinking Kane. 2-0 FC United. Luke Griffiths, lovely turn. Ooh, and then runs into trouble. Trying to win it back. Hughes has it. Wins it back. And that plays it forward. Donahue's got two either side of him. Kane now breaking. Kane now 30 yards out. He's got Fitzmartin in the box. Fitzmartin tries a left-footed shot. It's a goal kick. Oliver, lovely looking ball. Tim to pursue it. And he does well and Tim wins it. Great work that was. Tim now. Going back, slides it in beautifully. Monroe with a great run. Monroe, can he get it across? Kane, can he get on the end of it? No, he can't, but he plays it back now. Donahue. Shout for handball, but uh, I think that was more like the thigh. And now on the break. Oh, Worksop. They've got four on four here. Two in the middle for Rollins to find. And Rollins with a good change of pace. Plays it back now. And it's a, oh, a great save there. He saved it initially, did boys. And then Hughes thought he had a tap in. And uh, another popping talk about point blank save. And then it bounced back. Superb reactions there. Luke Hall on the left flank now taking it towards the byline. Cross coming in. Nice ball. And Hughes puts it wide. It was uh, parried by uh, Pat Boys into the path of Hughes. And Hughes could not convert. Donahue, left flank of the, of the penalty area. Cross in. Kane waits, but important header there from Atherton. But now TM has it. Inside Kane, 1 2, but doesn't make it. Team wins it back. Brilliantly. Team with a shot. Team. Twisting and turning and trying a shot and winning a corner. Goodness me, Hollywood football. Testimonial football there from Tim. Starchenko to the byline, Starchenko. Tim with a great chance, can't quite complete. Starchenko, but a good tackle from Polinkas. And now Tim plays it out of defence, so does Griffiths. Now FC can break away. Can they put the icing on the cake? And now... It's Ballardo, one-on-one -on -one with the keeper, Ballardo! 3-0, FC United have it in the bag. A perfect end to an excellent afternoon for FC United. And Ballardo joins the list of players who score on their debut. Pallado there with a really calm finish. One on one. Never straightforward. You're coming towards the SMRE. Even with that two goal cushion, took his time and slid it to the keeper's right and uh, seals the deal for FC United. That's it. Well, that is a uh, higher grade start. Excellent performance. Three goals. Uh, really dominant performance works out. Came back into it in the second half, but uh, a final score here FC United 3, works up town nil. TM? TM. Or Palinkas. TM edging it for a reason. I think, the, I think the show bot. Yeah, the show bot in there was, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I nominate Griffiths as well. Yeah, he's had a good game. Everyone has. TM, though. TM. Oh, the pressure was on then, James. I didn't know he was going to announce it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, Paul, 
I know you were both mocking me there for my saying I've not been worried at all during that second half. You look at the, the clear-cut chances, Workshop haven't had one since the 60-minute mark. Yeah, I think what, what, what happened in that second half was Workshop had a lot more possession but didn't create a lot with it. And Boris wasn't employed a lot in the second half. He wasn't employed as much as you might think he was. And that's a tribute to FC's defending. We didn't create a lot ourselves in that second half. I don't think we had to. But at the same time, we had a two-goal lead. Yeah. So when you talk about game management, I don't think we, we played to keep the game at 2-0. But at the same time, we, were made, we made sure that we didn't let the game slip. How much of that is to do with the fact that... I, I, we said this at half-time. The energy levels, how, what are the chances of FC United keeping that up in the second half? We have got Marine on Tuesday, and I think we... We sat on that 2-0 lead, really. I think it was like, we've got the points here. If we don't do anything silly, we've got the three points in the bag, we move on. I think that's that's the basics of it. And how, if we go back to our glowing critique of that first-half performance, which was another level from FC United. We've, we've not seen an opening 45 minutes of the season like that in over a decade. Yeah. That was another level. I think if we bust the gut in the second half, we could have got caught out on the break a lot. But we didn't. We didn't allow that. And I think the only the only thing that the management might be concerned about is the number of yellow cards. Yes. And that's about adjusting to a different interpretation by the referee. And all referees this season will be doing this. To be fair, I think one of the yellow cards I can remember from Coulton, which was for, for alleged time wasting, about on the hour mark, which was very harsh. I think most of the yellow cards were fair enough ones there were tussles off the ball and stuff like that Workshop so. tried to bring us into confrontation situations yes. and we picked up yellows through that and we have to learn very carefully not to raise our hands to walk away let the referee deal with it but and how it, pleasing is it as well that we're playing against a Workshop side who were 2-0 down at half time you could see that they were more physical in the second half but we stood up to it that's another way of looking at it and this holds us in good stead when we're away from home against better opposition because we have to learn how to protect leads and we didn't do that last season as well as we should have done. And that takes us to Marine on Tuesday. Marine have drawn 0-0 with Gainsborough today at the North Home. Um, difficult to assess that result there. But the icing on the cake, the cherry on the cake was the Bellardo goal and it was just, a, it, that, that summed up the whole game. That, that took you back to the first half performance right at the end. I think what that showed us is that Bellardo may not be a first choice this season, but when he does come on, he's got composure in front of goal, and that's why Stockport have snapped him up. For those kind of moments, he gets one chance in the game, perhaps, and he takes it with such a plumb. There's your word. Yes, and uh, good tenacity this afternoon from, from the, that midfield. And, you know, Donahue was the one who set up that third goal. Um, we've given him credit for one of the goals in the first half. Um, he's had a good game. I mean, James mentioned Griffiths as well. Tenacity all over the park. Yeah, I mean, I think that you can go through the side with good performances. Considering it's our first game and we've won that first game, the first time in 10 years, we should really celebrate that moment. That's right. Uh, round to my place later, jelly and ice cream, <laughs> opening three points of the season. It's, it's a rare thing, and uh, as Paul says, it's over 10 years since that happened. Um, there will be people who say, oh, you're playing workshop, newly promoted out the East Division, blah, blah, blah. But we've just ended one of the great unbeaten runs of English football here today. Without pizza being thrown around. There is that So as well. far. Wouldn't be pizza here, would there? It would oh, be yeah. pies. Pies. Or tater ash. 
But we said about the United Arsenal similarities and all that, but this this was a good workshop side we played today. They they will pick up points this season. When we get into September, I think this result will look better than it actually does now. Because I think Workshop will pick up points. So I think this is this is a good solid start for us. But we've obviously got to, we've got to get something from Marine to keep this going. That's the key. Last season we were we were a patched up injury illness ridden side. And not, not a great afternoon. We didn't that have one, a prayer. No. Now Marine have still got some good players. We know they've got uh, Doyle, haven't they? They've got Charlie Doyle. Finn Sinclair Smith has joined them. Yeah, got some good players. We've got to go there and, and put up a good show and make sure this three points is not wasted now. Well, that game coming your way on Tuesday night uh, at Marine. We will be there live from 7.30, so join us here on FC Radio for, for live coverage. And, uh, Paul, big thank you for joining us, uh, and you'll be hearing from Paul again on Tuesday night at Marine on Merseyside uh, for that game. That should be... A, I mean, this was a, a good indication today, James, but as Paul rightly says, Tuesday, that's... That's against the team. People are saying works up uh, one of the dark horses this season for getting towards the playoff line. Marine, some people are mentioning them as title contenders. So this this is going to be a good indication on Tuesday night. It is, yeah. And it's great to go there early because it sort of goes to slay. Because you remember last season, near the end of the season, where there was an epidemic, illness epidemic. It was uh, horrible. I have to say, listener, if you go there, um, I may get into trouble with this. The scout stew is brilliant. Is that what you're going to mention? No, I'm not. I'm no. the deli across the road from the ground. I'm telling you, get your tea. Mind you, it'll be a late supper, won't it, with an evening? You can go there first thing. You go first thing, yeah. yeah get there at six, yeah, help yourself to some scouse at half-time, and then yeah. at, at full-time. Well, then go, yeah, you go back. Get early, <laughs> go and see the statues with your plate of whatever. <laughs> there you go, there's a tourism advice. Uh, while we wait for, for Neil, let me give you the full-time scores uh, from elsewhere. There's been some... Interesting results. Um, it did stay 2-all. It was 2-all at half-time between Baseford United and Morpeth Town. No goals in the second half, so points shared there. Uh, Bradford Park Avenue, uh, they suffered a 2-0 defeat at home to Macclesfield. Uh, Alex Curran opening the scoring in that game. And uh, new signing Luke Duffer um, has uh, seen two goals scored there at Bradford Park Avenue. And uh, Macclesfield 2-0 winners. 0-0 uh, between Gainsborough and Marine. Hyde got a second half equaliser against Geislet, so that finished one apiece. Lancaster City, they doubled their lead in the second half, 2-0 against Stafford Rangers. Uh, Matlock Town drew 0-0 with Bamber Bridge. Radcliffe scored all their goals in the first half, 4-0 winners away at Warrington Rylands. Whitby Town, they won 2-0 against Afferton Coles, whilst Workington marked their return to this division with a 5-0 home win over Ashton United. Scott Allison there scoring four goals of the five. And uh, not had this confirmed yet. Who knows with the new rules, this match still might be going on. But Mask United are trailing currently against Ilkeston by three goals to one. As uh, Neil Reynolds is making his way up the stairs. That's a good result for Ilkeston back in the division. And uh, Neil looks happy. He has every right to be after that performance there. 3-0 win over Worksop Town here at Broadhurst Park. And it's over to James for the post-match interview. Welcome, Neil. Um, if we go through all the things that pleased you, I imagine we'll be here for quite a long time, <laughs> yeah. but what, apart from the scoreline, what pleased you most of all? Uh, probably the lads doing a bit of running at the end of the game. Now it just shows the attitude and the, the endeavour that you need to get into this team. The collection, the connectivity, the togetherness, you know, over 
the course of pre-season and knowing James, the pressure that was going into the today's game. You know, let's not kid ourselves. Although there were seven new debutants, it was all about winning the first game of the season in 12 years, is it? So, loads of pressure, uh, but the lads have responded well and come through it. Um, we, I mean, obviously lots, to, lots of places that we could talk about. We um, edged the man of the match to TM on the right side. Uh, obviously, great defender, great t tackler, but his uh, forward play, I mean, he likes to showboat a bit, but, but he's a, really is a great find. So I've no check for years, watched him come through the ranks at Fleetwood, uh, knowing that he got his pro deal. Simon Wiles, who's for me, assistant manager, who's now at Salford, you know, so he's brought check up, and the minute he came available, there was only one place he was coming, and, you know, you can see the type of players we're bringing in, check TM, Lewis Coulson, both first-year pros at Fleetwood and Preston North End last year, and all of a sudden they're, they're playing the trade now at Broadhurst Park. So, yeah, check check did well. Uh, I thought Donahue dropped into about gear 29 with 20 minutes to go. I don't know where he gets the energy from, but he does. But, listen, they had a 20-minute spell where we had to, you know, it was backs against the wall, a couple of good saves by Pat. thought our line of Charlie Oliver and Jan was, was exceptional, but we dealt with it. You know, and, and I talk about this, you know, we've just won first game in 12 years. They haven't lost a game in 37 league games. They've scored 100 odd goals. We've got a, a marksman who scored in every game bar two, I think, last season. And, and we've kept them quiet. So we've got to be happy with that day's work. But like I said, it's only game one. Um, was the second half, was it? Was there a thought, once you had the 2 0 lead, a bit of game management? Yeah. 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 I mean, you, listen, we, people want to play over attacking football and get, get your wingers on. But we just thought they'll come out. We knew they'd go with their second centre forward. So it was important that we dropped our shape slightly. Uh, and we did that. You know, we did it. And then we knew that. On the counter-attack, we can hit him, and Bilardo, one chance, one goal, that's what he does. Uh, and, and all in all, a good day's work, but just just pleased with... I'm just pleased to be up and running, to be honest. Just pleased. Yeah, yeah. You alluded to defence. I thought that some of the positioning was just so... I mean, Palinkas, well, both of them at the centre-back and all, all back four were, were just see, reading the game so well. Did you feel that and, was and true? And we're so high. You know, I was, I was clipping the game in the Premier League last season and sending it to the lads and saying, look how high... You know, City's back line is, look how got the press is like, what about not getting bored of the football and send it to the lads? And, and they, like, we're not Man City, but they try and replicate what we take on board. It's, it's, it's the same. It's, there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes. And, and today, you know, right from number one, right through to the lads who've come on, the lads who haven't got changed, the lads who haven't got the pitch, it, it's, everyone's bought into it. And it's the first game of the season. We can't get carried away. We've got a really tough game in our marine, haven't we? But... You know, just I'm going to Marine now, or we're going to Marine now with a win. You know, looking at the table, I don't know what the results have gone like, but we've won. We can all take care of ourselves, and now let's let's get cracking. So yeah, let's uh, look ahead. Jones and Hall, etc. They're going to have to battle for those shirts, aren't they? Yeah, of course they are. I mean, I'll tell the listeners. You know, even if Curtis Jones was fit today, he wasn't, others, he wasn't getting the shirt off Palinkas. Curtis knows that he's got a, he's got a fight on his hands. Lewis Coulson, Guy Hall, they have a wrestle over it. Pav and Check. The five of them midfield are going to have a wrestler with Dent McLaughlin's got no minutes today. Keane's got no minutes in the wide area, you know, and, and Dante's coming back as well. So we've just got to keep everyone fresh. And I think it helps when you win. You know, when you win, people want to stick around. If you lose and you're not getting in, maybe it's a little bit different. But you like Keegan Hartley, you like to Pav, who've, who've dropped out today. If they're, if they're patient, I'm sure they'll get minutes. You know, we've, we've lost to, you know, Elliot Young Elliot's come off with a dead leg today. We don't know how he'll settle down. We might have to throw Keegs into the squad Tuesday. It is what it is. And, and we'll, we'll just keep rotating it as we feel fit but we've got a good squad uh, and hopefully we can keep that squad together two games coming up in the week you've got Marine what sort of uh, uh, fare do you expect there well I, I think they've spent really wisely in the summer and, and they have got money they've reinvested the FA Cup money from Tottenham into the into the front four in particular you know Masumpa um, on, on one side Darius Asai Shields on the other side Finn Sinclair-Smith 
uh, Sol Solomon than the 10, Will Russ, who's gone in. So the, the, the front line, the front five is very expensive and, and this year. And then they've got Doyle in at centre-half, you know, from Southport. So they're going to be a good side. Like I said, I don't know how they've gone on today, but we'll go there and we'll, we'll play our way and they'll play their way. And hopefully, come the end of 90 minutes, we've got another, you know, good result. If we can go to Marine and get a point, everyone will go, can we get three? We can go and get a point. We're a great, great start. And then, then we're off and running. But the thing is for me, James, without looking too far ahead, the important one was for today. We'll get round each other tomorrow. We'll plan things on Monday and then we'll go on Tuesday. But it, it must just be, I think for everybody, I haven't been here as long as you know people have and they haven't said an opening day win for however long. And you know We thought we were going to get last year against Allerton. We did it. We are up against it today with a, a fantastic side, but we've gone and done it. And, and that's got to breed confidence throughout the, the whole club. But today's win, James, caps off yeah. a fantastic summer for the football club the work that's gone on the togetherness the, the work that people aren't seeing that's being driven from like the likes of the commercial committee the staff the volunteers everybody there's a real togetherness here there's a real desire to, to go and do well and, and if we stick together if we don't find pockets of disgruntlement and we stick together now we've had enough of that we can together achieve something and, that, and that's, a, that's a thanks but it's also a let's get our sleeves up and, and not be complacent Let's keep our foot down and keep going. When you were talking about Marine, it made it sound like an FC Old Boys 11. That yeah. Was <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, well, um, congratulations, Neil. And you were very generous to me in the week. You allowed me to come to Thursday train session and even very generous to let me observe your end of pre-season talk, which I thought was very good and I thought it worked. I thought it played its part in what happened today. Congratulations to you. You're the appreciate first manager since Carl Marginson <laughs> to win the first I game of the that, season. James. Thank you very much. And thanks to everyone for listening. Cheers. FC Live there from Saturday afternoon. And the Reds are back in action twice this week. Firstly, on Tuesday evening, Neil Reynolds' side will be travelling to Crosby to take on Marine. Kick-off on Tuesday evening on Merseyside will be at 7.45pm. This game will be broadcast live on North Manchester 106.6 FM on Tuesday evening from 7.30, while on Saturday afternoon, FC United travel south to take on Stafford Rangers. Kick-off on Saturday at Marston Road will be at 3pm. And if you cannot make the game in person, then not to worry, the FC Live team will be there and on air live from 2.30pm on the FC Radio website. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.